0: David, could you put some auto tune on my voice? (laughs) All
1: right, here we go. Get that close, the mic nice and close. Let's do this thing. Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: Far over the misty mountains, cold. To dungeons deep Dun- <laughs> and caverns old, we must away at break of day to find our long forgotten
0: gold.
2: Uh (laughs) You, You ruined it I hate it when you do that You know I'm not saying We're better than everybody But We know what's right and what's wrong We have a podcast point on, everything is canon. Everything we say, you must believe. Every single. Don't question us. Ever since we st- ever since we watched that first movie, <laughs> I'm telling movie,
0: you, there's a dink. There's, there's no not d- a dink.
2: There's no dink in it, and I proved it to you several times throughout the years. Now, do you remember that though? We did the Hobbit. the the We saw the first one together, huh? We did see the first one. Midnight together. reveal. It was, it was the uh, the opening night. Wow, yeah. that was that was so much fun. Who who all was it? Just us two? No. Yeah, no, it was just us two. I remember because I was...
1: Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Who are you talking to, Dalton?
2: Oh. Is it my uh, alter ego? So, Is it my better half? This is... Everything that's better about me and Matthew is in this one guy. He took all the goodness.
1: Literally, in our family bloodline, all the good genes, genetics, the hair, the look, the smile, the body, the physique,
2: the strength. The smartness. The smartness. The, uh, the uh, thriving wonder of the family.
1: Our special guest today is somebody that's very near and dear. So near and dear. To both, mine, Dalton's, and maybe David's heart. We were still working on that one. David's not really sure about you yet. <laughs> He's figuring it out, okay, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, none other than Caleb Austin Rosa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I'm an avid listener. Been an uh, avid uh, listener since you know,
2: the first episode. We can have a few things to say about that, Caleb, actually, because. <laughs> You said you used to be an avid listener because I know because the next day you would call me or you would see me at some point and ask me questions about the podcast. And, it, you know, one thing that me and Matthew always have a problem with is remembering what we talk about on the podcast because we just start to just talk. Do you think podcast amnesia is a thing? Caleb. I mean, David. <laughs>
3: is it a thing? Where you just forget what you were talking about on an episode? Yeah. You guys say that happens all the time. It does.
1: But, but here's the thing is so Mitch's dad— has movie amnesia where he'll watch a movie and he'll sit through the whole thing and he'll be like man that was really good and mitch will be like dad we watched this movie before and then and then he's like oh, we did that's not and exactly he's like, like mitch. i can't do that my mitch impressions are good although that was more lindy mitch usually has a little deeper draw to it yeah but uh but yeah so i feel like podcast amnesia is a thing i think so
3: yeah I th- I think I think I think that happens with a lot of like longer form things. Mm. Like video games, I can play a video game and books, I can read books where it's like I know I've read it before. I know the generals of what happened, but there's so no much there's the so specifics. much specifics in all of it that you can really get the feeling for the first time of course you don't get like twists and stuff see yeah. now
1: i feel like i have childhood amnesia
3: because you don't remember caleb at
1: all <laughs> <laughs> who are the, who is this you remember <laughs> being there in my birth room, matt <laughs> <laughs> no i just remember breastfeeding you because you're my child <laughs> but uh caleb That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> i tell him that all the time <laughs> you say a lot of weird shit yeah <laughs> but uh caleb dude welcome thank you so much for joining us man um Caleb is our not only our cousin, but he's actually our godbrother.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's our uh, godbrother.
1: So that means that my father and my mother are his Nino and Nina. And uh Caleb was probably the kid that was at our house the most growing up.
2: Yeah, we uh I think we always called him Caleb Rosa Drum because he was just he had some drum qualities about him.
0: You know, I used to always tell my mom, if I ever ran away I'm going to run away to your guys. <laughs> yeah. just Why would you, so you, know, you tell them where you're going? <laughs> so just so you know, I am safe, but I'm at your house. Yeah, I am safe. Well, bro, worry to... I, as safe as I can be at your house.
2: You would stay with us like I think the longest was about a week. You stayed at our yeah, house.
0: Yeah, and um, I think the longest I went without showering was about a week, and it was at your house. Yeah, <laughs> probably thousand percent. Yeah, we
2: uh, we have a lot of good memories with him. Um, there's so many things we could talk about, so we're gonna try and just pick a few, but. um, We'll start, with, we'll start with you, Caleb. What is one of your favorite memories of Matthew and I, or just Matthew, or just me, um, just me? I
0: have a lot. <laughs> uh, I have a lot. Um, most recent, not most recently, but um, the first one that pops in my head is when we would box on the, the le- little level. ledge that
1: you guys had. What was that called? So we, in our backyard of the childhood home that, that Dalton and I grew up in, um, there was like, you walked out into the backyard and there's the first level if you want to call it that. But then there was like a little like half wall that also had like grass on it and we would grow plants or my mom would try and grow plants up there. I think the it most was an successful attempt. thing was like, <laughs> it, never was was, like it was like a, a bush. Yeah. There was like the,
0: the, the dead the, bush. The dead, yeah. the dead, <laughs> bush. A yeah. dead bush. Um, yeah. I remember Matt is such an instigator because <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt and Dalton, because both you guys would give me one glove. And you each would get two and you would (laughs) corner me and you would beat me up until I would get mad. And that's what you guys, that's what you guys wanted the entire time. Yeah,
2: once Caleb got mad, his eyes turned to red, man. And it was just the cutest thing. And then he would just beat the shit out of us.
1: So Caleb was this cute, small, chubby toddler. Uh And he never really said much, right? Like always very quiet and just like kind of like went with the flow. So Dalton and I'd always be like, I want it like we can you stand up for yourself? Like we want to make sure that like you're gonna be okay when you go to school. So that was our
2: way yeah. of resolving the issue and We're just gonna beat him up till he figures out hey i gotta fight back <laughs> yeah and
1: then he did and then he would turn around and with that one glove man dude he his pop. eyes would get all big yeah <laughs> you remember
2: oh my god dude you guys it was did it terrifying in, in
0: boxing in football in basketball you guys did it in everything yeah y'all?
2: yeah, yeah we, all the sports we always had fun in football though mm-hmm. Caleb would with lay our asses out that was fun but it was always it was always tackle except on the concrete um but we would play on our neighbor's yard too Luckily, that neighbor was cool because we should not have been playing on their yard. Dude, we just
0: doubled the field by that. By we doubled yeah. the
2: field, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always loved that. I think one of my favorite memories is probably um, at least a few, uh, multiple times where we would I would spend the night and Caleb, Caleb's house. Like I was one of those kids where I couldn't spend the night anywhere because I would just like be like crying because I just want to sleep in my bed. So uh, Caleb's house was the only house that I would actually spend the night in. For yeah, because
0: you loved the cot.
2: Yeah, they dude, had the cot. Guys both dude. love the cot, uh-huh. dude. They have the best beds. It was like a cot, <laughs> and it was so comfortable. And you know, now that I think about it, it wasn't. <laughs> but it was just like it was. It was like an experience, you know.
0: Dude, we still have that thing. I pulled it out just for fun, and like half my leg is sticking off of that. Really, it's so tiny. Dude, I, I remember them being
2: so big. Dude, they were huge. I
0: remember them being massive. Huge. Like you'd be able to roll over and everything. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. They're, they're definitely not that big.
2: And every time we'd spend the night, what what movie was played as we went to bed? Every time. Just about every time.
0: I can't think of the movie, but I know we would always watch cartoons when yeah. we went to bed.
2: Cartoons. And it was Hook. We
0: did watch Hook. The, the, li- Hook. the live action Hook? Uh-huh. Yeah, with uh, Robin Rob Williams. Williams. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah man. R.I.P. But that, that was a great great movie i watched it again recently i was
0: just about to say that too yeah i watched it again recently and every single time when rufio dies spoiler alert um (laughs) when rufio dies i'm like that's one of the few
1: movies that can actually make me cry yeah yeah yes because oh that's just so sad you know who cries at almost every movie they watch my dad? Your dad. My dad. Oh, my It can gosh. be any movie. If it gets slightly <laughs> sentimental, I look over and- It can and, be a hallmark, and bro. Caleb's dad, bawling. my uncle, is just like crying, rubbing
2: his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we watched Prince of Persia, Grandma and Grandpa's that one time? And I think it was like after New Year's or something. We They rented it. And we watched the movie. And I hear, I hear sniffles from behind me. And I look back. And Uncle Alex is just fucking bawling. And I'm like- What's going on? Does yeah. nothing happen in the movie? <laughs> nothing was going on in the movie yet. Like nothing really, like intense was happening except like the prince had to leave the queen or something like that, and that's that's all that happened. But it was just he cries in everything. You don't you he, don't really cry in a lot of movies he, though.
0: I don't really cry that much um, in movies or anything. But when my my dad is known for two things. Uh, crying and everything, and sleeping everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. My dad slept at a concert. <laughs> 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 he literally slept at a concert. <laughs> how did he do that? It was in an, an Andy Mineo concert. I don't, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's nah. a Christian rap artist. Okay. And he took me and my friend Michael to, uh, to the concert. It was all the way in L.A. He he justifies it by saying there was a lot of traffic. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, how, how even if there is a lot of traffic, <laughs> <concert>. <laughs> it's so loud in there. Yeah, and and so he goes, hey guys, I'll be right back. I and I turn around like ten minutes later, and he's sleeping. He's
2: dang, I I gotta hand it to him. That's a skill. That is a that is a skill set that a lot of people don't have. Yeah, I think for a good reason, you know, it's unhealthy. If I could sleep anywhere, <laughs> I'd be so pissed off because, like, Sam's sitting in my office for more than ten minutes. Like, I start to get kind of sleepy, but like, I never like give in. go into it. Yeah. And he, that man will sleep in the middle of a party, on. Laid floor. out on the floor. Yep.
1: Everyone's walking around. just—it I mean, just, it, it just it's, a fi- it's a fixture of the family parties. The you amount just-
2: of time we've, I've walked over Uncle Alex's arm is countless now. Yeah. It,
1: it doesn't help that the parties are at my house, and so he's just, he's just comfortable. <laughs>
2: comfortable there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I think the best one was seeing him sleep under the piano for some reason.
1: Yeah. 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 It's dark. It's cozy over there.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. Hey, did Grandpa ever make you smash cans with a shovel? Not with a shovel. No, with my foot. Yeah, with your foot. Okay, so Dalton and I were talking to uh, Lexi. Lexi is one of our our cousins. She has uh, our little nephew Brooks that you hear us talk about. Who Caleb is the godfather of. Um, And so uh, she sent me a picture, and Brooks is like shoveling some dirt. And I was like, "Oh, just wait till he uses that shovel to start smashing cans." And Lexi's like, "What are you talking about?" And then I realized it was only us that would do it. It was like us, Tino yeah. and Dominic, I know for sure cuz uh-huh. I did it with both of them. But then I was wondering if it went past that and like if it became like something for you you to and Jared to do as well.
0: No, we uh we I remember doing the recyclables with him, but we would just smash them with our foot, so.
2: What would you what, you what is like that memory for Papa for you? Cuz like for me, like my memory of Papa and he's still he's still around. He's just it's like I'm thinking of like when I was growing up. Is uh I would get to his house at like seven AM, Mom would drop me off, and I go inside and I start falling asleep. And usually it'd be us three. It would be you, me asleep on one side, you asleep in front, and then Jared asleep on the recliner. And then we would hear
0: he- he- he. <laughs> Oh my god yeah. yeah. mm-hmm.
2: And then he would come over and he would sit next to one of us and for most part, I remember it being me most of the time. But I, with when he did it to Caleb, Caleb would get so pissed. off. <laughs> <laughs> he go, he go, he to wake up, he to wake up, and he and Caleb would go, no, Papa, <laughs> let me go to sleep.
0: Listen, man, I was I was a, an eleven year old kid who needed his sleep to grow. All right, yeah.
1: and and clearly it paid off because I'm a whopping 5'6". six. Hey, there you go, <laughs> dude. He, I never argued. I just got up. That's why I'm a whopping five four. Uh, <laughs> But, so, we have, like, memories growing up, obviously, but what is, like, do you have a specific memory of us at your house or of us, of you, like, of us at grandma's and grandpa's house, like, all of us together? Or, like, what's, like, your go-to story when someone finds out that you're, you know, related So is there somebody that we know, you know, will ask you this? Um, Most of my memories of you guys are at your guys' house, um, and...
0: Probably the boxing story is my go-to because that's the first thing that I think of. Um, second, the second one is uh, Dalton and I and Matt um, all playing
1: Skyrim mm. when I was like in seventh or eighth grade.
2: Probably the best summer of our lives.
1: So everyone that's listening is, has definitely heard us talk about this this summer before. It was the summer where Caleb uh, was becoming a freshman. Was no no no. It was the year before. Was it oh, uh-huh. it in was in the year grade. before Caleb came to, to summer water polo a year, or a year early. And so uh, all I remember about this summer is Caleb would get dropped off at my house at like 6 in the, in the morning. morning. And I I'd be out all night. And I somehow, some way, I would hear his little hands knock on the freaking door. And I would wake up because I do not want to have a kid to get mad. So I'd open the door and Caleb would be standing there and he, with his, uh, his square glasses. He'd be like, hey, Matthew. And I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? And so then we'd walk in and it was it just so happened, Dalton and I had just been playing this game and it was like kind of fun. So then I was like, Caleb, have you ever played Skyrim? He's like, No. And like I wanted to go back to sleep. So I didn't want to stay up because I was like tired and like I'd just gotten home. Yeah. So I like turned the video game on. I gave it to Caleb and I fell asleep on the couch next to him. And Caleb just like started playing. And I remember waking up and then seeing both of you sitting on the couch playing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can go to bed. So then I went to bed, and then I just heard you guys laughing and having fun, and I was like, "I can't go to sleep." So then I get up, and then I walk out there, and then like all three of us would like switch off playing, like handing it around. So uh-huh. that was fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I made that so much worse for you because I would beg my mom to drop me off
1: way earlier than she to. <laughs> <You> did. <laughs> Caleb,
0: <laughs>
1: I was I was always like hungover or something. I wake up and I'd be like, "Oh god." I I remember
2: one morning there was a. You came, you came over super freaking early, and I woke up, and I would always go to the freezer, and i pull out these pancake bites Yep. that we could See, Those like, things are so good. And I would <laughs> microwave these pancake bites, and i throw him a bag, and i sit down next to him, and then we just start Skyrim talking and figuring out where he should go next, and him addicted to Shadow Mirror. When Caleb got this horse that you could get in the game that doesn't die, and it's just it's a great horse. I understand it's a great horse. <laughs> but Caleb's infatuation with this one horse was a little a little scary at times. Uh-huh. He was like, dude, Shadow Mirror took me anywhere I wanted to go. I climbed the back of my I – was, I was with Shadow Mirror, of course. Like, I had to be with Shadow Mirror. Uh-huh. And he was just addicted to this freaking animal in the video game. And then he would talk about wanting a horse. <laughs> 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 naming it Shadow Mirror.
0: Maybe that's what I should get tattooed. Shadow Mirror? Dude. That's
2: not a bad idea. That'd be dope. Just be a black horse
1: with red eyes. So be- before this summer, Caleb and Aubrey would come over to the house for you know, um, whatever video game like or whatever like event we had going on at the house, and I would always have to remind Caleb because Caleb would play video games and he God, would get so, so excited when he'd be winning. He would stand up on my bed and he would kind of, like, start running in place, right? <laughs> and and he, would, shake he, would, he would shake the controller, but it, the wire, like the wireless wasn't really a thing yet. So he would shake the controllers, and he would rip the freaking controller out of my PlayStation or my GameCube. I'd be like, Caleb! Sorry, Matthew. Matthew's so mad <laughs> at me. Bro, I'm like, you're going to break it. I'm going to get in trouble, dude. Like, just sit down. Yeah. Bro, he just had, like, the little kid wiggles, man. He'd get excited.
2: Yeah, Matthew was definitely... An older brother of two younger ones, because me and Caleb would just rampage. We would do anything and everything, you know?
0: Yeah, one of the other memories that I have is Dalton and I always, like, doing whatever we were messing around in your room, and I always hear Matt playing on his guitar, singing and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> Matt's, like, having a, a whole-on music session over here, and uh-huh. we're just playing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah,
2: Star Wars or wrestling. We had a good wrestling... Matthew had the best bed for wrestling, so yep. we would... Use that bed as a place to jump off of to land on the other guy. So for me and Caleb, we would just use his. I think we we might have we may have broken it one time. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, we broke his bed because we were. I did this this dive and I land. I elbowed Caleb in the stomach, and then uh, we were wrestling on the ground. And then I remember jumping, and I think Caleb heard it, and Caleb was like, "Dalton, what was that?" And I was like, "What?" He goes, "Your bed. What happened to the bed?" I was like. Nothing and so we looked and it was fucking broken (laughs) under the bed and I was like, uh, I don't think we did we tell somebody or did we not? We didn't say anything, we didn't say shit. No, so
1: what ended up happening was we had a family party later that week or something. (gasps) Yes, your dad, Uncle Alex, came into the room and we were in the video in the room playing video games and your dad sat in the corner of the bed where it was broken and he sat down and the and it it like I don't know what if you guys just put it back in place or what but it snapped and your dad thought that he broke my bed. So then your dad was walking around, and he felt terrible the rest of the time. And he went up to my dad. He's like, hey, Matt, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, like I'll go buy Matt like a new piece of wood to fix it, or I'll buy him a new bed. And my dad was like, ah, don't worry about it. I can fix it. I have some wood in the, in the back or whatever. So it was you guys the whole time?
2: Yeah, it was us. Yeah, Jesus yeah that makes Christ. sense now. You
1: can blame the WWE games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we
2: play that all the time. I think, I think what was cool is there was a moment in time where caleb went from caleb to like caleb like there was a very short span of time where i didn't see caleb for a little while and he came for water polo and you know i we i think we all had a little little high egos and we're showing off our stuff we all thought we were hot shit and speedos and caleb comes to the pool deck (laughs) this motherfucker changes and he's Looking like a Greek god, just fucking ripped from head to toe, yep. and I look at him and I go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and he looks at me and I'm like, "I'm just a scrawny little guy with trying to get a chest and then can't get <laughs> it for my life, And, and at 25, it happened, I'm finally man. starting it happened. to. It happened. I know it finally chance. happened, dude. At 25, but it took it took a long time, and even then, I'm still trying to get something there, you know. And I just remember looking at Caleb like this this kid, and then the best water polo player out of all of us. Mm -hmm. for sure i
0: don't know about that but no
2: you were you were amazing and that's that's the thing that we started to learn is like caleb would figure out these sports and then just get really fucking good at them where me and matthew kind of stopped at some point caleb like oh like went above and beyond and like got into it and learned yes because he stole the fucking good genes i know man and we're stuck here looking at walls
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just i just youtube stuff (laughs) <laughs> YouTube stop and i learned it yeah
2: but then you know as like caleb has developed so much as a person and a man like it's cool to see like where his traits go like what he wants to do what he enjoys and i, I never knew this about caleb until recently is caleb loves research and i do i, I do it's, <laughs> when caleb goes let me research it i just like it reminds me of a mom Yep, and mom would go. Let me let me research. Let me research for a little bit. And I'm like, no, don't just do it. Like, why do you have to look it up? So I've been learning that Caleb is a researcher.
0: There's so much information on the internet, and there's just so much to learn.
2: <laughs> that this is how I know so much about my hair is because, it's because oh Caleb gosh. told me what I needed to do for my hair. He's like, I'll research for you. <laughs> so he researched my hair type to tell me what I should get, what I should use, and like if like how to fix my oils and stuff. It's super helpful. Just didn't expect it from my cousin. You know what I mean. You got a one C. <laughs> 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 it's wild, dude. So, so what are you researching right now?
1: Like, in when you're home late at night, what do you, what are you doing your research on? What topics are you digging in? Elden Ring. Elden Ring, <laughs>
2: dude. That's been <laughs> nah, that's been it. it like like recor- recreationally, yeah. It's, it's it's Elden Ring. Yeah. And you're you're stuck on the same boss I'm stuck on.
3: I'm sorry,
0: recreationally researching? Yeah, yeah, recreational re- research, and then you have like professional research stuff that you want to like accomplish. So, what are you professionally researching right now? Um, professionally, it's like website building and um, like blogging stuff
2: like that. Yeah, and so, you've been doing that for for a while too, like Matthew.
1: Yeah, so so let's uh, let's take a couple steps back so we can catch all of our listeners up. So, Caleb. Um, before you went to college, you met somebody very, very special and important in your life. Did you not? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, dude, you can go ahead and give a shouty toddy Because, you know, you're not just related to just us in here. You're, like, partially related to, you know, our well, producer I'm as def- well.
3: I'm definitely going to leave this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
2: Your girlfriend, oh, Caleb. Oh, yeah. Fog, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Natalie, don't <laughs> listen to this one. We're not editing David, that shit cut out, this. bro. I gave David, you all the
0: dish. Uh, David's gonna cut this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn that David does not cut shit out.
0: No, okay, yeah. Um Natalie. Natalie was uh the person that Matt's talking about. Yes, and who is Natalie? Natalie is the sister of David, the producer, and um my girlfriend.
2: So. Woo
1: Nice, nice.
0: Actually, today is our one or six year anniversary for um, our first date.
1: Oh, that's when I drove that? you. That's when you
0: drove me, and Dalton drove me on our third date. On, our, where on I, your third, where one, I asked you yeah. to be my girlfriend.
2: Yeah, we Dang. almost got we almost got in a little little accident there. <laughs> Why? Not my fault though. You were just so excited for Caleb. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, no, this girl like popped out of nowhere, and she got mad at me for it. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Not it doesn't not relevant at all. It took Caleb on his third <laughs> date. He asked her to be his girlfriend. That's way more important.
0: Dalton also got lost. <laughs> yeah, I <he> got lost. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a
2: common, a, common thing. Sounds like a hot mess. It was fun. Yeah, I think we all had a good time. Just Natalie was nervous, and that was like the first few times I actually started to talk to Natalie because before I would always talk to her sister Emily. So I got to get to know Natalie more through Caleb, and yeah. you know, uh,
0: I actually met I met David first, and then I met Emily, and then I met Natalie.
2: And did you know they were all related?
0: I did not know they were all related. Now,
2: when did you meet David? Um, some,
3: probably one of the summers, I think.
2: Or, or the graduation
1: party. No. No, it would have been before that. Up. No, I, I, oh, no, no. At, uh, at your graduation party. I think he was there. No, it would have been before then. Cause you, he would have been at summer water polo with you. So it had to have been on the pool deck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah.
0: You drove me on my first date.
1: I did. I did. A monumental occasion in my life. Personally.
2: Do you remember? Did Caleb, what did Caleb do for you when you, when you drove up to her house to pick her up? Did Caleb get out to the door? Yeah. Okay. So That's for his third date, not a barbarian <laughs> Okay, well, I, for your third date, I drove up and I parked right in front of the house and Caleb was sitting there and I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, he goes, I don't, I don't know, like, I? Natalie's not coming out, and I was like, go knock on the door. And he goes, he goes I'm not, I'm not gonna knock on the door. It's like a third date already. And I'm like, no, Caleb, go knock on the door. God and so Caleb's like, fine. Caleb's all pissed at me getting out <laughs> the car, going and knocking <laughs> the door. Looks back at me, and Mr. Rodriguez answers the door, and he got her out there. But it was, I was like, Caleb, oh my what god, what are you doing? Yeah, that was. But Caleb always has a knack for like when he talks about planning dates, like I don't, I don't even think like that. Like he's. He's actually pretty good on planning dates out and figuring shit out like that. Because he researches it. He researches it,
1: hey, man. No. He does some recreational. Does that
2: fall under recreational research or is that's, that I'd professional? say that's,
1: that's a little mix of both. Yeah, that's, I think that's more situational research.
2: Yeah. You know? I didn't know there's so many different types.
1: But So you graduated. Uh, you got this beautiful girlfriend. You graduated high school. You go to college. What was your college experience like?
0: College experience was... Um, all right. Let me, let me walk you through. Each year was kind of a little bit different. Uh the first year was was tough because I hadn't made friends in like years because I had the same friend group, you know, you're in high school, you kinda know everybody. Yeah. Um and so I just remember like praying for friends. Yeah. And then uh my sophomore year is when I moved in with um the guy that I was working out with, his name Josiah. And um you teach you how to shadow box? I thought him how to shadow box. Damn. Damn. Yeah, you did, <laughs> just like how you taught all of us. <laughs> Um, yeah, so after, after my sophomore year, everything was pretty good. Um, I made a lot of really good friends, uh, and I still talk to them this day. day. So.
2: That's cool. Yeah. It's always good to stay in contact. That's, I think that's kind of hard to do sometimes for a lot of people. But you also had like a, a leadership position while you were in college, right?
0: Yeah, so my, uh, my sophomore year, I was what's called a, a focus leader, which stands for first year... Orientation. I forget what it what it stands uh,
1: for. Oh, so you were like the you would get like a group of kids that were moving in, and then you would be their like their first friend, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was like that that hype guy that you see on on TikTok and stuff. You right. were the hype um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can see, I
1: can see <laughs> Caleb clapping his hands right now.
2: All right, guys, <laughs> well, we're gonna do this. <laughs> what was do you have, do? You have like an intro line that you would use.
0: Oh man, it was some sort of icebreaker. I think I forget what it was. <laughs> well, you, uh, you,
2: you used icebreakers,
0: bro. You have to use icebreakers with with college freshmen who who are nervous out of their minds. You yeah. have to say something. That's crazy. That's that's easy to that. easy to answer and something that they could laugh about.
1: Mm, but I was talking mainly about you being an RA.
0: Yeah, I was also an RA. Um, that's what? one thing that I really really wish that I was able to do a second year, but I wasn't because of COVID.
1: Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah. yeah.
0: My whole senior year was online at home. That's crazy.
2: Wow. Yeah. Did that kind of suck for you? Did you wish you could have been there? It did suck. Yeah. Because
0: so my first year being an RA, I was super excited. Um, I met my staff and when I say staff, I mean, coworkers, that's what we call our, um, our coworkers. Um, and they were awesome. Like we had a smaller staff and, um, and so we were all just really close to each other. Yeah. It was awesome.
2: Yeah. You guys would all hang out and stuff. Yeah. Did you get your own room?
0: Uh, No. no.
2: What My- kind of RA were you?
3: What do you mean? Well,
2: what kind of RAs are David there? takes pride in his ra Well,
3: <laughs> you know, there's RAs that are really strict by the book, and there's RAs that just let anything slide, and there's RAs that are like buddy-buddy with all of the residents, and there's RAs that are like, no one talk to me unless you have a problem. I pretty much let anything slide. Uh, I,
0: didn't, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if it was something super serious, then I had to report it. But like, if if it was just like going past visiting hours, I didn't care. Like, I would give them a a, a worded uh, warning or whatever, and then I would just leave.
2: What how, is your warning how? like? Yeah. Hey man, I, I,
0: is there somebody in there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, just just so you know, it's past visiting hours.
1: They gotta leave. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Who also
3: answers? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, nope. They, like, my friends could be behind me doing stupid <laughs> shit. I'd be like, nah, man. No yeah, and either. here's the thing. If they said that,
0: I wouldn't even care. I would just believe them. Like, all right, yeah. cool. All right, yeah. <laughs> I got better things to do than yeah. do that. I don't, like, Because if you had to report something, it took like an hour to fill out the form, and uh-huh. you're already finishing your, your shift at 12 a.m., Yeah. and so I don't want to stay up until one just filling something out.
2: Yeah. So you had to stay up the whole time?
0: Yeah, but it was actually pretty chill because um, we had what's called the box. And that's where all the RAs would hang out. David's probably familiar with that. Um, no, okay.
1: You didn't um, have you didn't have like a little like room that you would go in when you had to do like your uh, not office hours, but you have to be on like on, on duty site, on duty the whole weekend. That was just a room. That was just your room. Yeah. Wow. Because even at Biola, like I like a lot of my friends were the RAs. Like they would have like an office and they would have to go into the office and be in the office, you know, pretty much the entire time.
3: No, we just had to have we had to be there, but then like we would just go hang out in the common room. Mm. And we'd just be present in the common room. Oh, okay, yeah. So um,
0: that that was really cool being on on duty for five hours and getting paid to watch TV. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, that is dope. But I remember my one crazy RA story that I always, that, that I like to tell people is um, one time I I was doing my rounds and I heard like people screaming at the top of their lungs, and um, a resident texted me and she was like, "Hey, could you like come over here?" And so I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And and so I knocked on the door. They opened and. These two residents, they were girls, and I only had one set of resident girls. Technically, we weren't supposed to have that, but li- living situation sucked. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so they were yelling at each other, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like what do I, <laughs> do, I do? This is my RA training coming coming into into play here." Yeah. And um, yeah, so pretty much, I just I stepped in between them, which is what you're 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 taught to do,
1: and <laughs> just I mean, they weren't physically fighting. They were just um, arguing. They were
0: arguing, yeah. So, so-, you,
1: so you stepped in between them, and were they, like, pissed at you for trying to separate them, or?
0: No, I mean, I was just talking to them. I'm like, hey, guys, like, what's going on? And- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're he's fucking like, full on yelling like, What's like,
1: going on here eh? <laughs> like, Hey How's everyone doing tonight We all good He's like now's the perfect time for my stand up comedy act <laughs> Where's my icebreakers at
0: <laughs> Yeah but um, Yeah long story short The the resident was uh, She was kicked out like a week earlier
1: Wow Oh shoot Yeah
0: and she came back for her stuff And
2: Was all her stuff like it outside was,
0: It was just Kind of a mess Yeah Yeah and That's long story fun. short, I, I had to separate them. Like I put one of the one group of residents in their room, and then the other individual, I like closed the door, and they were still yelling at each other from the door. Hey,
2: so you have to escort her out? I tried. <laughs> <laughs> How do you escort her?
0: Well, I couldn't touch her or anything, but I was like, "Hey, can we talk outside?" She was like, "No, I need to get my stuff." I'm
1: like, "All right, all right, all right, <laughs> hey, hey, i a little guy, little guy, <laughs> I'm a little boy, okay, little guy." Okay. So, so. You're an RA, but you also made a very important connection that, and that led to something super, super cool that happened when you ended up graduating. This is my favorite story. I love this story. Just because it's so unique in the way of somebody seeing something that they want and being diligent in the process of going out and making sure that it happened. So let's go back to sophomore year. Yeah. And... L- little young Caleb's dressed up in a button up and a tie. He's ready to go to his Looking first his as First hell. career fair.
2: And you know he's ready for that shit. Uh-huh. He researched the fuck out of what that Dude, was.
0: All those companies there, I knew everything about them. Did, <laughs> no, I I, no, I know I, I wouldn't I even doubt
1: it with you. I wouldn't even doubt it. <laughs> so 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 give give us the rundown, man. What what happened there?
0: Um yeah, so I was I mean, I in real reality, I knew nothing about any of those companies. I was just walking around. Um and so I was like practicing talking to actual professionals and not just other students and professors and so i was like practicing my elevator speech or whatever uh and i come remember up, it <laughs> uh not really it was like something hey i'm um, my name's caleb my my name's caleb rosa i'm a sophomore here at cbu uh i'm a, I'm a marketing major something oh, i forget what it was yeah, yeah okay. uh, something All like right. that right, for sure. did you
1: did you know what you wanted to do at this point
0: no i had no i had no idea okay. i knew that i wanted to do something in marketing but that's that that was as far as insanely broad yeah uh yeah. yeah so I and then I see this group of guys this two guys and I thought they looked cool so I was like hey let's let's go talk to them and I was really proud of my resume even though I only had like two jobs at that point <laughs> <laughs> uh and so I did my little elevator speech with them and they seemed like a really cool cool company because they like kept the conversation going you know a lot of times the 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 companies will just take your resume and you know have you leave yeah and uh and so long story short I I Decided. I thought to myself, okay, I really, really want to work for this company. What was the
1: name of the company? The,
0: co- the company is called Lemonade Stand, and what
1: um, what, what is what are they?
0: they oh, sorry, they're a, they're a digital marketing agency. So we do um, SEO. Oh, spoiler alert, mm. uh, PPC. <laughs> <laughs> we do SEO, PPC, website design,
2: stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, and so my
0: sophomore year, I was like, all right, I really, really want to work for these guys. I did some research research on them.
2: Uh, yeah, you <laughs> like what they stood for, right?
0: I love what they stand for. Yeah, they have a they have this program called Build Them Bless, uh-huh. and it's where their employer employees get uh, a certain amount of money a month to uh, just randomly bless anybody. That's all. I was like, dang, that That's is so cool. Shit.
2: Yeah, That is dope as shit.
1: Yeah. So you meet them sophomore year at this career fair, and then, then what happens? Because, you know, obviously, spoiler alert, you end up getting the job later on down the line, but, like, you kept in contact with them. Did you go and, you know... Promise to name your firstborn after their their CEO if they give you the job. Like,
0: yeah. So after that, I was like, all right, I need to get some sort of experience here, and uh, in the digital marketing space. But I just don't know what I want to do. And so I got a job working for uh, David David's dad, and we I worked at a party rental company. It was in a a warehouse. It was really really cool. Nice. Uh, I learned some Spanish. Yeah. There
1: you go. Figure it out. Yeah.
0: Uh, I can't speak any now, but... Uh, I've heard
1: it. You can a little bit. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, so, what was I? Where was I? You are working for A1, and you're trying to keep in touch with uh, Lemonade Stand so you can possibly work for them when you graduate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and one day, as I'm working, this guy comes in, dressed all snazzy, right? He's like, hey, man, I want to pick up some uh, some chairs for my wedding. I'm like, all right, cool. And so we strike up strike up a conversation. He's like, hey, is uh, David's dad? Is David's dad here? And I'm like, yeah, he's probably here. And so uh, that's how da- everyone calls him at work. David's dad. <laughs> David's dad, yeah. I don't know. If, that's okay. why I know him. <laughs> um, yeah, so long story short, we, we have a conversation. He introduces me to this guy. This guy ends up, oh, he owns a, a digital marketing agency. So I'm like, oh, sweet. Uh, Can I get an internship? (laughs) And so he was like, "Yeah, sure." So the next summer, I got an internship. internship? That's how I got. That's I didn't
2: didn't know that that shit. That's
1: wild. Um,
0: Yeah. So I got the internship, and I pretty much prepped for wanting to work at Lemonade Stand.
1: Yeah. And so, so then you graduated, right? And you put your hand on the globe, and then you ended up reaching out to the CEO of Lemonade Stand to get end up getting the job, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. His uh, I re- I reached out to the president. His name's John. Really, really cool guy. I like listened to the, the Lemonade Stand podcast with him on it, and so I kind of knew a little bit about him already. Okay. And um, Matt, I reached out to you, and I was like, "Yo, man, like, how do I do this? <laughs> how do I get a, a job at this company?" And um, so I did what you suggested, and I uh, I sent a voice message of myself saying, "Hey, my name's Caleb. I met Russell and Kendall uh, in 2016." at the uh, CBU job fair, blah, blah, blah. I gave him my 30-second speech, and uh, he responded within, like, five seconds, and he was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll flag your application for the staff.
1: Hell, yeah. That's crazy. How, how many times did you practice that that elevator speech compared to the first I one? I probably
0: still have the recording. <laughs> 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 it was a lot of times.
1: That's cool. That is cool. And so you've been there for, what, almost a year now, yeah?
0: Yeah, um, I've been there for a year, May something, cool. so in about a month.
1: You know, it's funny, it's like this story, it always makes me think of like when people are like, you know, never meet your heroes, you know, because they're never as great as they seem. And it's like, yeah, that, that's usually true. But in this case, like it's somebody that like saw a company that they wanted to work for. And like, at least from the conversation that Caleb and I have had, like, it's been nothing but great things that have been said the entire time, you know, which is super cool.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it was just a situation where like the stars aligned. Everything was, you know, everything worked out really well. Yeah, definitely.
2: Because yeah, a lot of people, when they get out of college, it's like work a few little jobs here and there and then, you know, work up to that, that spot where you want to be. Yeah. get into,
1: think, Start some random hobbies. Yeah. Get really and, into coffee. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, do random shit or just quit school, but everyone does it differently. And Caleb, it just seemed like, like, yeah, like it, from somebody who doesn't know Caleb, it looked like he just did everything the right way and figured it out, but it doesn't go like that. That's not a normal thing to do. Like what we saw was Caleb putting in the effort, to fucking get what he wanted. And he was fucking putting his head down and going forward. And that sometimes you just got to fucking go for it. Yeah. And to, to see Caleb succeed in that way. Was. I I was so fucking pumped dude. I was so <laughs> excited. I was like. Caleb got his dream job right out of college. Like that is. That is so many people's fantasy. You know. Of like getting that. And for Caleb to put his head down. grind and fucking get it like that. Was awesome. As, as a cousin it was cool to see. You know. Yeah, watch, it was a was, success.
0: It was really cool. I, I still remember FaceTiming you guys individually. I think I told Matt in person. I'm, I think I told you in person too, right? Maybe. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, it, cool, it was a cool moment.
1: Yeah, man. Badass. Hard work pays off.
3: I wanted to touch on something, being from the outsider perspective, that I've just known uh, through all of the interactions that we've had with you. Uh, and when I say we, I mean my family. And that is that you grew up in a little more of a sheltered household than I think the average person.
0: Yeah. So I grew up, my, uh, my parents were pastors. Mm-hmm. And um, so that just resulted in me getting a little bit different of a childhood than a lot of people. So like I don't know a lot of the music. I don't know a lot of the movies that a lot of people know about.
3: So how how did that how was your journey as you're growing up in all this like exposure more and more to outside things? Because there's still things that we'll reference that you're like, is that this? Is that what this means? And it's not. But but you're you're still ex- like learning more and more.
0: Yeah, it's it's not as much as of a culture shock as it would be for like somebody who grew up in when their parents were pastors and they grew up in public in, in private school. Like, yeah, I grew up in public school, so yeah. I knew a lot of. You still gotta
2: figure shit out.
0: Yeah, and so uh, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, honestly. Like I just find myself not knowing what certain things are. I'm like, who is that? Who are, are you, guys you talking like about? Are you like
1: me, where it's like if you don't know something, like say you're like because I mean I've done it with I did it with Monique's family a lot. I've done it with your family too, where like you guys will say something like a phrase, and everybody unanimously, you like everybody like in sync understands. What, where that phrase is from and what it entails and i'll just like i'll just sit there and laugh because like one i don't want to look like the dumbass thing like oh what is that two i don't really care enough to go through the whole process of like you don't know what that is and i already i could fuck you i can i can see it from david's face Dude, that's probably still, you don't know what that i want to punch david in the <laughs> face when he does that shit. i can see his eyes getting big <laughs> but like you know like like for me i just would have been quiet i, I would have just chuckled and been like oh yeah for sure you know yeah, at this point, I'm honestly just I'm used to it.
0: Okay, <laughs> like if I don't know who, what what something is or who something is, who somebody is, um, I'll just say it. I'll accept that you don't know who that is, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll just we'll just move on from there, and I'll learn something too. So and coming yeah.
2: from David's family, uh, they're all movie buffs they know their shit yeah yeah and a lot of what they liked and what they loved was stuff that us three couldn't watch as kids yeah that, so that's what i meant that's so i don't i don't know if it's definitely you being sheltered but just you we were we were raised a different way and i think we both just had different like completely different views on how life was supposed to be and then when you guys grow up become adults it's like when we come together we're all like that was wild how we all grew you're, up. You're, just, you're comparing way.
1: backgrounds like yeah.
2: at that point. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. I
3: don't know. I think it's on two different levels because we had a thing of, my, my favorite thing that I always think of is we had an aluminum tray of garlic knots and Caleb went up to it and was like, oh man, these are good. What are these? And I was like, the unicorns. He's like, damn, these unicorns are good. <laughs> and I think it lasted like a couple days before someone was like, you know, those are called garlic knots, right? And well, it like, lasted until the next time we had garlic knots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and garlic
2: knots are fucking good. But I didn't have I didn't have garlic knots until I was like 22. Really? I didn't know what garlic knots were. Yeah, I had them at little grandmas.
1: Maybe, I mean, I feel like I just would have eaten them and not said anything. But maybe the first time I had them was also with you.
2: It's possible. Yeah. They're great.
0: So Dalton, yeah. if I told you that they were called unicorns the first time you had them, would you believe me?
2: Absolutely. I wouldn't question you. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, these unicorns are the shit, you know, because at the end of the day, if that's what you want to call them, like, I'm sure now you kind of want to call them unicorns still because it's a better I, name. I, I will
0: Garland always Nauts. call them uni- unicorns from now on. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah those now are...
2: now kids, like, this is just a better game. This is just a better name. knots, <laughs> <laughs> <Garland laughs> <Nauts>, nah. <laughs> hey, order those unicorns I like, man. <laughs> <laughs> you at the
1: restaurant. Hey, man, can I get some unicorns?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you. That'd be awesome. I would do that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Caleb is
2: the middle child
1: of three, right? Yeah. So, it's it's Aubrey, who's the eldest, and then it's Caleb, and then it's Jared. Do you feel like you fit the stereotypes of a traditional middle child?
0: What are the stereotypes? I was hoping you were going to know this
1: because I... From
0: what I know, the stereotypes, I think, are... Like, they're neglected, pretty much. Yeah. They're, they're the neglected odd one out. Yeah. They're the odd one they're, out. They don't feel like
3: they fit in. Yeah. And they're yeah. not, like, favored as much because it's, like, the firstborn is the firstborn and the baby is the baby, but the middle one is just it's there. Just Caleb. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do, do, do you feel like any of those are true, or, like, did your family do a good job of making sure that, like, you didn't feel like that, or, or what was kind of, like, that kind of experience like? I, it's probably different
0: for a lot of people but for me personally i didn't really feel that at all like no. whenever somebody said oh you're the middle child i'm like yeah dude it's so cool like <laughs> i get to be an older brother and a younger brother
3: yeah
2: yeah you get the best of both worlds yeah yeah
3: well and he wasn't was he really like the sole middle child because they also you also had lexi with you guys too right
1: yeah we had lexi um or was Lexi,
3: just, was Lexi just your grandparents?
1: No, 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 no. So, so Lexi spent a lot of time with the Roses. So Lexi's our cousin, um, and she's the oldest of all of us. So she's kind of like all of our older sisters. Yeah. Um, But she spent a lot of time with my Aunt Vicky and the Roses and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of like where it, it makes sense. But, I mean, even with that, like, you know, Lexi, like, would, would go back with my grandparents. And so it's like, you know, Caleb got a lot of time to be the middle child. And it, it's funny because, like, looking – when I would hear the stereotypes of a middle child, I would think of you. And yeah. for me, it never added up. No, you it know? never made sense, it, right? It, yeah, like, I would,
2: I, I would look for signs like that. But I, your parents did a, an amazing job with all of you guys. Yeah, obviously, they'd be like, like
1: the, the middle the middle child's neglected, and then I'd look over and I'd see Kevin going, "Mom, mom, 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 hand. mom, mom, mom," and I'm like, "Well, that that child's gonna get what he wants. If it's just attention, he's gonna fucking get it because he's not stopping." What was what was
2: your favorite meal as a child? Favorite meal? I
0: loved Pringles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a meal.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, now my hand isn't small enough to fit. Down the whole thing, yeah. And now the you to slide it out. Caleb had these yeah.
2: the cutest fucking fingers growing up, and he's he doesn't have them anymore. Now they're all bony and no fats on them. But like back then, Caleb had just these beautiful little stubby fingers, and he would just reach for things. And I loved watching him play video games because his little hands would be on there. <laughs> <Just big old laughs> even
0: now, even now, like <laughs> I try to play video games. So there's this thing called uh, playing claw. Do you guys know what that yeah. is? So I try to play claw, and it's when you hold the the controller a specific way. Yep. And it's so, I can't do it. I physically can't do it because of my I, fingers. I
1: play claw when we when I play Elden Ring. Oh, yeah? Because I'll need to move the camera while I'm sprinting. Oh, yeah. That can be hard sometimes. It's a pain in the
2: ass. Yeah. My, my, my free, The side of my finger Dude, fucking Dude, you get the hurts. cramp. Uh-huh. The, 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 the cramp is real those.
0: Yeah. You, okay. I watched a video and you have to warm up your uh, your hands and your fingers before playing claw. You Otherwise, you'll get injured.
2: Okay. Really? Yeah. How do you do it? I,
0: I forget how you do Like, you do some of these. And some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle your fingers around.
1: Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, Caleb, dude, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with us. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course man. It's always Appreciate a pleasure
2: it. and honor. And, you know, you know, we all love you. Dearly. And we're just excited to have you here to talk with us, dude. Yeah. Thank you.
3: You get another perspective on the boys growing up. We had fun.
1: And, uh, I hope you enjoy listening to yourself on, uh, being recorded for the first That's time. That's going to be so weird. It's weird, bro.
2: Yeah, maybe it, you'll actually listen to this one.
1: It, t- it takes a while, listen, yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll go back to being an avid listener this week. Yeah. All right, made it this far into the mini, so thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you are listening to this episode. And until next week, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. Until then, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.